What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Times Up Outdoors podcast. This episode is brought to you by Easy Cut Products. Easy Cut. Don't go into the woods without it. <laughs> we love our Easy Cut products, and if you want to buy them, uh, buy some of their stuff, you can use our code. It's tu 20 off that'll save you, what is it, 20%? I think it's 20% off um, on their products. We always, we always literally never go into the woods without them. Uh, so yeah, the podcast is brought to you by Easy Cut and we are in Ohio right now. Me and Nico, we drove down here for one evening and one morning hunt. And then we are driving back to our lovely wives and families tomorrow afternoon. Um, we recorded this podcast in the hotel room uh, after our first night of hunting and freezing our balls off in the Old Ohio forest. This fucking introduction is absolutely terrible. <laughs> so I'm going to stop now and I'm not going to redo it because I don't care. It's stupid introductions always sound silly. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you do, just go ahead and share it. Make sure you put it on your social media that you're listening. It helps us out, it gives us motivation, and uh, shares with other people that you. Enjoy listening to it. Maybe you'll get them listening too. So just share it. Tag us. We'll tag you back. We'll repost it to all that fun stuff and uh, enjoy this episode. Lots of deer hunting talk in it. That's all we talk about. spent literally how long have we spent trying to get this podcast set up uh 45 minutes at least at least and it would all been done in about 40 seconds if john would answer his phone thanks a lot john so this is your fault john we were gonna have a cool video podcast to put on carbon tv but no no the process is too complicated we're gonna have to go through this again we also don't know if John's dead or alive. Yeah, John hasn't responded to anything in 24 hours, and last we heard, John was in the hospital. <laughs> so, yeah, that's we, fun. We don't really know what's going on with John. We're about a day away from calling his wife. <laughs> yeah, if I don't hear from him by this time tomorrow, I'm calling his wife. <laughs> We're in Ohio right now. Me and Nico drove down to Ohio. For an evening and morning hunt in the middle of October, in the middle of the October lull. Yeah. It was a little lullish today. Yeah. That's for sure. We saw one doe walking in. You saw a little buck walking in. Dude, I ate so much food. I don't know why I ate all that food. I feel like absolute garbage. 
The cool part about the fact that none of that video podcasting worked is that I feel like such shit that I can lay down and it actually feels better. <laughs> so if we were doing a video podcast, I'd have to be sitting uncomfortably. We left the woods after a very cold, rainy, windy sit. Went to Arby's <clears throat> and ate half the menu. Dude, my eyes were way bigger than my stomach. It was pretty delicious, though. I hadn't eaten anything all day. I ate that, uh, I ate a, what was that? You eating an Uncrustable? An Uncrustable. An Uncrustable. Solid. And before I left my house at 11.30 this morning, I ate a bagel with butter on it. Just plain bagel and butter? No. It had a bagel, it was a bagel with butter. Have you ever heard of the Flavor God seasonings? Yes. Okay. They have a dessert line. There's three flavors. Can you guess which one I put on my bagel? Pumpkin spice? Yes. <laughs> it's not called pumpkin spice, so You're it's called such a white girl. It's called pumpkin pie. <laughs> it's literally what it says on the uh, label. Pumpkin pie seasoning. I do love pumpkin pie. It tasted like I it tasted like I was eating a bagel pumpkin pie. Well. It was glorious. That's it. That's all I ate. So when I got when we got done hunting tonight, I also ran out of the woods through a cornfield for whatever reason. I I was moving so fast. But you could because it was twenty five mile an hour rain wind, so you could just go without having to worry about your sound at all. Yeah, which was nice. But I and I want I just wanted to give like so so all right. So let we should probably explain where we're where we're at. We came back to the same area that we were hunting on public land last for the opener and for turkey season. The private farm that we got permission to turkey hunt and then Nico got permission also to deer hunt. uh, That's where we're at. Where Nico shot the giant buck over the opening weekend and then I seen him the next morning because Nico never find. Did we talk about that in the last podcast? Yeah, in the okay. Stink Like Buck podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about all that. Did we talk about it? No, because we... No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. I we told t- the whole story. Yeah, but we didn't... Oh, we didn't talk about... Talk about the next, the next day. It was the next day. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. that that's where we left the story off is that you never found him. That's right. So Nico never found his buck. Me and Nico, the next morning was our last day in Ohio... Uh, we decide. I decided that I didn't really want to go find a new spot in the dark. Nico already had his stuff set up in a tree, and then since they had been scout or um, tracking that deer all day, they had a. Uh, I don't like that. That's red. Anyways, they had a. Um, you had seen a tree stand. So Nico was gracious enough to let me just use his setup that was already he left in the tree from the night before, and then he went and sat in a ladder stand that, that who knows how long that's been sitting there. You said oh, a real long time because that tree was so dead. <laughs> I found out once the sun came up and the squirrel got in the tree and the whole tree was shaking from a squirrel. <laughs> I didn't feel very safe anymore. Yeah. So that morning, as soon as the sun comes up, I see I get I have eyes on a monster buck. Which was like 50, 60 yards through the... It was in some thick stuff. All I could see was his antlers. And so I had a camera with me, but I couldn't put the camera on the camera arm because I had my camera, Nico's camera arm in the tree, 
and the the base for it wasn't the same. So I pulled my camera out of my bag. I videotaped it. I got footage of him, real good footage of him. And then he then he disappeared. So I put the camera away and got my bow out. And he ended up circling back and stopping at 25 yards. He walked behind a tree, a big-ass oak. I drew my bow. He stepped out from that tree. There was another little bushy tree in front of him. If he just took, like, three more steps away from that, I would have shot. I would have had a shot. 25 yards, like, beautiful, perfect in my shooting lane. He was going right for it. So he steps out from the big oak tree, stops behind this, like, brushy shit, just stands there, and then just turns around and walks out of the woods towards the cornfield. So I never got a shot. So when we got back to the camper, I didn't know that, that was the same buck. It didn't look like it had anything wrong with it, but I couldn't really see its vitals ever. They were always covered up. So then we got back to the camper. Me and Nico put our our cameras or our computers side by side and played back both of our footage frame by frame of that deer. Well, he he played back the footage of his, the deer he shot the night before, and then I played back the one I saw in the morning. And it's there's no way it's not the same buck. No, it'd have to be the most identical, perfect, exact same antlered twin buck, and I've never seen it like that. If there is, so yeah, because we had one frame that was like their heads were positioned the, same the exact way. same way, and it looked it looked like someone took the picture and duplicated it. Yep, yeah, you couldn't tell them apart at all. It's the same deer. Same no color, it's everything. Same area that the buck that I shot, where we lost him, where his scent dried up at for the dog, where we <clears> lost <throat> blood, all that, on top of this little knoll in the woods is right where Scott ended up seeing him the next morning. Which makes sense. That's where he's comfortable at. That's his bedroom. It rained all night after we were in there tracking. It rained all night hard. That must have helped with our scent, and he felt comfortable in there again. Yeah. And now we're back after him again, or any of his little colleagues. Yeah, so we, we went and right into that same little island. It's an island of woods. It's like 14 acres. Yep. Surrounded by, what, 300 acres of corn? Probably close to it at least, yeah. So we're we're back in there. Good. We had a good strong wind. What was it, like 20, 30 mile an hour winds? Yeah, all night. So we, we were able to get in on the, through the corn like to the point where that doe... She turned around and was walking to us. Yeah, she was inside of 20 yards. Yeah, she and she turned around and looked at us and walked and was like walking to us. And then I think she realized there was something. And something she just bounced there. into the woods. Yeah, she didn't blow or nothing. It was windy. Like they, yeah. The they, buck I walked up on, I was 10 yards from him by the time he stood Oh, really? Up. Oh, you bu- you bumped him before you got up into the woods? Yeah. So the, the stepped on him. So the, the surround, the, the, the entire woods is surrounded by like what? 10 yards of like CRP grass yeah like 6 foot tall just grass and it's just like dude the beds in there are so it's the most unreal bedding I've seen anywhere they're so defined yeah and huge yeah like I often will see things and I'll be like that looks like a buck bed or that looks like a bed like there's no questioning these beds like they're beds they're full of shit they stink yeah literally you can smell it yeah uh, so that's all the way around too, from from the yeah every chunk of timber on this guy's farm because the other one down the road or where I shot the buck at out of is the same way, and that seems to be where they're all bedding at. And so makes sense. So we used the corn. We we actually 
came into the island and then we used we went in a couple rows to get to skirt the the east side of the island because the wind was coming out of the west so we skirted the east side of the island in like three or four rows of corn to get further north and then broke off i i cut in on a nice little opening found a tree walked around for a little bit found a, a rub i found one rub and i couldn't find any scrapes but i found a couple spots that looked like there might be scrapes but the leaves have all fallen so they weren't active today but uh i got set up in a tree and when i got set up i saw another rub that i didn't notice before but um and, and then me and you, when you sent me your Onyx pen, we we're not too far from each other. 160 yards. Oh, okay. That's, that's further than I thought. According to the tracker or the yeah. line distance. Yeah. Yeah, because I kept going a little further north, and I found the same thing. I found a couple of rubs, one big-ass rub, big old tree, and then a few good trails coming into the woods off of that CRP in the corn. There's two scrapes right under me on the edge of that grass and the, a couple oak branches, so I... Uh, Climbed up in a tree. I feel good about it. I like it a lot. It looks nice. I don't think there's a major deer density that you're going to see. One, because it's just a random island of woods with nothing else around but corn. And then two, because there's 300 acres of corn around it, I don't think you're going to see a lot of deer. But the deer you see could at any moment could be the deer. I mean, I saw that day I saw four bucks, and two of them were giants. And then the next day you saw that big one again. So, there, you might not, it's not a spot where you're going to sit there and see 20, 30 deer in a sit, but you might see two or three really good bucks. Well, and I think those islands, like, I was talking to my dad about it yesterday, because there's an island across the street from his house, same situation, It's but it's smaller. It's like maybe five acres of woods, maybe a little bit more, but it's the same thing. It's in the middle of a, of a, of a, it's right in the middle of, two separate fields so on one side it's like beans and one side's corn and flip-flops every other year but i've always i went in there one time long time ago because we know the owners and um there's deer sign buck sign everywhere and my cousin shot a nice buck out of there yesterday or two days ago oh nice yeah my dad was like damn he's it's a really nice buck like especially for that area it's barry county the north part of barry county We'll see a ton of huge deer around there, at least around where we are hunting. And um, it's a pretty nice buck, but me and my dad were talking about that island, and we were talking about this island over here, and he was saying that back in the day, from what he remembers, is most farms had an island in the middle of them. Most fields had an island because it was a rock pile. Yeah. It started off as a rock pile, and it turned into uh, it turned into a fort, or like a small little forest. And he said that um, there's usually like an elevation change in there. And he was saying that somebody told him back in the day that, and it makes sense, that mature bucks will go into those islands because they can, it's a, it's an easy, like, the way I think of it in my head is like, it's an easily defended territory. Like, it's defined and they can see everything. So no matter which way the wind's blowing, they can f- pick a spot in that area and look for... They can see danger or smell danger, one way or the other. And because they're in a small, defined area, they can see through and you know keep oh, their yeah. eyes out. 
so I think it makes sense for like that buck to keep that that little chunk of woods as his main because there's nothing anywhere near it. No, where it's the last chunk of woods for a long ways. Long ways, like farm after farm after farm of no woods. Yeah, and well, a highway and. We talked about it beforehand, especially during the rut. That spot makes sense for a buck to go hold a doe down in there. Right. Like, it's secluded. Like I said, he can see every, anything coming. He can fight off any bucks that are wanting to be in there. He can own that chunk of woods, for sure. And it's pretty rubbed up in there. I mean, I saw a handful of them in there, a bunch of scrapes on the edge. There's no doubt there's bucks through and through there. It's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time. It's October 18th, so it's not like we're in the right prime of the season. But deer die this time of year. It's got to be on them. And I'm sitting right on top of some big oaks, so... If they're not eating the corn, hopefully they're coming eating the acorns, and we get a shot. Yeah, there's acorns everywhere in there. Oh, yeah, it was falling off the whole time. I kept thinking I was hearing shit walking, and it was just stuff falling. Yeah, which is funny. I've been hearing a lot of people like up in Michigan saying they're having a hard time finding them. I've got a great crop on my farms this year, but I know it varies on where you're at. I know. I was, they, they were talking on that one podcast I was listening to today. They were saying, uh, the guy was saying western northern Michigan, there's like none. Yeah. So it's a really tough, tough year for acorns. Well, that means if you got them, you're on them. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think I think they because there's another little chunk of timber. What? How many yards from that? A couple hundred yards east of there. That's the only other piece of woods, but that goes up against some industrial stuff. Yeah, on the road. Yeah, I think we're in a good spot. I think he's in there. I, or he spends a lot of time in there. You know, they're cutting the corn. Well, they were cutting the corn, but they stopped. I was, I was hoping they were going to cut all the way to those woods. And, I think the tsunami made them quit. Yeah, man. It picked. It was like... That weather got shit. It was fine most of the night. Yeah. And then it just started blowing real hard. The tree I was in... I've never felt... The, and I was in a pretty... Like a thick tree to the point where I was like reaching around to get my sticks hooked up. Like I was barely making it. Yeah. And I was moving a lot in that tree. Like it was like swaying back and forth. But then the, on the way back, it was raining pretty hard, and dude, I just wanted to get out of there. You said meet me at the truck or the or the field edge. I was like the truck. I'm. I was I'm, hoping you'd say truck because I wanted to just bail out. Yeah, I, I didn't take the same way in that I took to get out to the woods. Yeah, neither did I. To get in, whatever. Dude, I was I I like ran through that cornfield, try to get out. Get to the I road. was still in the tree when you said. You were walking. Well, and I figured you were because you, cause you were on the field edge. Yeah. So you had a little bit more time. I can't see. Right. I was in the woods. It got dark. And once I get to that point. It's not. It's time to go. I, I get down because I don't want to make a bad shot. Yeah. Like the other night, that deer, that buck that came in, I drew on him. I know for a fact I shouldn't have been shooting. It was still legal shooting light, but it was like minutes before legal shooting light was up. And I, I had him, I had a beat on him. And I was thinking in my head, I was wrestling. Take the shot, don't take the shot. And it would have been a bad shot if I took it. Because all I was aiming at was like a dark blob. Yeah. And and then he turned around and went back in where he, the way he was coming. So I'm glad. But that's, that's why if I don't have anything anywhere near me and it gets to that point where I can't... I'll pull my bow back and look through my peep and see what it looks like. And if I can't see, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I just pack my shit up and go. No dice. It sucks though, because sometimes you get out into the, like I got out into the field and I'm like, God, it's like daylight out here still. (laughs) It gets dark in the woods. Like I I was sitting and I'm I'm like ten yards into the woods, so I looked behind me in the woods. I couldn't see shit, and I look on the field edge. I can still see my 
pin. Yeah. So we got tomorrow. Which is supposed to be like 35 degrees, snow rain mix all night and into the morning. Still pretty breezy. Deer should be up. Want to hit refresh those scrapes. They should be up moving around. Need some food. Be held down by storm. It's the October lulls. I mean, I don't know. Like, I've, I, I haven't seen any mature bucks. Well, the one eight point I saw was he was I guess kind of mature on my lease, but not really. These young bucks are moving. I've seen a lot of action in the last couple of days that I've hunted. Yeah, it's hard. I've always kind of been, you know, the lull definitely isn't the most exciting time of the year, but I've killed my biggest buck on October 17th, and I killed my second biggest buck on October 19th. So I can't bitch about the lull very much because I've had pretty good luck with it. I never I never had a whole lot of excitement over early season, but after coming here, like I can't, like, yeah. er, like early, early seasons. like October 1 is... Not early season for the most of the country, and although it is for Michigan, their patterns are changing immediately at that time. Right, right on the switch. But th- that week before, where when you're still in September, it's money. I will try to come down here every year for the oh, opener. Yeah. That was that was cool. That, there was a lot of action. Yeah, we saw a ton of deer. Yeah, we all came. We all drew on a deer. We all we all drew on a deer. I think we all, we shot, all shot at a deer. deer shot, yeah. We all shot at a deer. Yeah, killed two, wounded one. <laughs> semi-wounded he's fucking living for sure there ain't nothing wrong with that deer no but yeah i don't know the october lull i i usually like i i've hunted more this year than i have in years past i usually hunt opening weekend and then i take a break i don't i don't hunt much at all until until it mat until it seemed like it would matter to me but i don't know i just can't get that buck out of my head yeah i just kind of i've I always leave a couple areas alone that I think deer are going to want to bed down in. And if they get comfortable there and you get a cold front this time of year, they're, they're going to be up on their feet. You just got to make sure they're comfortable. If they're feeling pressured from the first two weeks of the season, then yeah, they're going to be a little bit low. They're going to be hiding in nocturnal. But if you give them a spot where they feel comfy and they don't have to go far for food and you haven't been pushing them out of there because you've been hunting it for five, six straight days, I think it could be a good time of year. Well, and I, I kind of keep that strategy for any, like, even during the, the rut and shit, I, I'll stay, I'll hit an area one, two, maybe three times, same stand, maybe three times in a row. Yeah. But usually I try to, I'll, I'll try to, I'll only sit in a stand twice. Go mix it up. Uh, like when we go on these public land hunts, I usually do a night sit somewhere and then a morning sit somewhere. And then if I'm not seeing anything, I'll pack it up and move. I usually give it four on a night, a morning, a night, and a morning, and then I move. Yeah. If I really the love the spot, spots. I'll do that. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, early on in the trip. And that's coming up quick. We'll be in Missouri on November 1st. Yeah, man. Missouri, uh, November wait. 1st. We got a uh, part two of our Ohio opening weekend will be out soon. Yeah, if you haven't been paying attention, we've got two episodes up on carbon. Some deer dying. Or deer will be being shot at. Oh, there is deer dying in the next episode. Yep. Yeah, there'll be dead deer in the next episode. And then there'll be dead deer in the episode after that. Yeah, because we got Missouri. We're going to finally release a Missouri podcast. uh, John's supposedly working on Nebraska's turkey hunt still. So you should be able to see that sometime soon. Duck season's in full swing now. 
Deer season's in full swing, mid-October. You know what's funny about that is John's working on that Missouri or Nebraska uh, turkey season, turkey hunt. I just realized that it's not from this year. It's from last year. (laughs) 21. He tells me I should be able to get it out. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to ride him on it. Yep. He's got us too busy playing playing his computer games. We're going to try to put out some shorts. I got... I started I started editing my buck kill from 2020 the other day. Oh shit! You're make a little short a little on it. short video because it's a pretty good video. I got great footage of that buck getting killed on camera. It's my first bow, bow kill, period. Bow kill, period. Bow buck kill, out of a saddle. All, all kinds of firsts, and I never released any of it. But I got good footage of it. Coming in, I got good footage of the shot. I got good footage of, of my reaction and me finding the buck and all that shit. So we're going to put together a little... It's funny because I put all the footage together and I have like 14 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, you can make an episode, but it's kind of a boring episode. Like, it's just like... It's just boring. Self-filmed deer hunts are boring to watch yeah. a full, long episode. It's, it's better when you have... You probably won't see much out of us as far as self-filming goes on deer hunts anymore yeah you might not in Michigan you'll see it in Missouri and stuff yeah you're gonna see more episodes deer hunting episodes from us are gonna be on these trips or where we're taking somebody else out and we're filming them and we're making a thing out of it but it's either a special trip or there's a cameraman involved otherwise we just don't want to make an episode out of us getting into a tree stand 35 times in a season before we kill something and then that's all we have for an episode like yeah nobody needs to hear me tell you what the weather is 14 times in a row before i finally kill a deer nobody cares so we'll probably end up making shorts out of that because i don't think any of us are going to stop filming that stuff but right and it's uh it's a nice break from having to carry all that camera shit out into the woods every day yeah it is it's nice It, it definitely gets old we we, to be honest, dude, like, honestly, these episodes that we put out, like, if you're watching them, do us a favor and share that you're watching them. Post it on your story, take a picture of your TV, do something, and share it on your Instagram story, because we work our asses off to make those episodes, and it really, really goes a long way for us when we see people enjoying them. And then we can share them, and it helps other people see that other people are enjoying them. And uh, it helps keep me motivated to keep producing yeah, content. Yes, when, when we I get feel messages, like people are watching and, it and stuff, it makes me I don't yep. I stop caring about it. But when I know same, people are enjoying it, same I thing with it. the with the podcast. When people send us messages or whatever, telling us they listen to this, you know, it definitely helps. Same thing though. Share that if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify or iTunes, you can literally share the episode so that people can click on it. Um, on your story do that tag us we'll tag you back we'll repost your page and tag you back always no matter what um, so you know that brings some eyes to your page with that you know, a lot of people don't really care but some people do but uh, yeah it's a lot of work putting these episodes out and uh, like it's way way more work than you would think it is um, so any feedback we can get really helps but, for sure that's uh, I'm about to go. We need to go to bed because we got to go kill uh, two bucks in the morning. Yep, it's gonna be a lot more than dragging bucks out of the corn. <laughs> All right, hope you like this one.